I'm not a scientist. I'm not an expert in footballs. I'm not an expert in football measurements. I don't want anyone rubbing them, uh, putting any air in them, taking any air out. To me, those balls are perfect, and that's what I expect when I show up. I can't show it all the football. It's so goddamn hard to hold on to it. Introducing Mike Cash Collins and Scott Stack Simpson as the Fantasy Millionaires. Are you ready for some fantasy? It's Monday night. The game just hit halftime, and you're logging on your Twitter, and you see the Fantasy Millionaires. Are you ready for some fantasy? A fantasy yeah. night party. We got Alan Frank and Dan. Remember that in the in the nineties or the eighties? That was my favorite like song ever. I was like, it's fucking Monday night football. My dad'd be like, you can watch half an hour before you go to bed. I'd be like, fuck. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh man, what a uh, great intro there. Oh, thank you, man. You know, we've got to come up a new a new one every week. I'm surprised I never sang that song before. <laughs> Are you ready? It's Monday night. Oh man, it is Monday night. I love Monday night. I love Sunday a lot more than Monday, of course. But I mean, imagine if we had Monday with no Monday night football. Like, I think the gods just smiled on us and they said, you know what? Listen, Monday fucking sucks. It's the worst day of the week. We all know that. So let's let's put football on, right? At the end of the day, you're just like got busted by the man, had to work, had to put it down, and then you get to pop it up, watch a little football, and you're like, it's back, it's back again, one day away. So I love it, and then Thursday, I love Thursday, and then Sunday's back again. So this is this is just uh, Monday. Bro, is I'm already dreading, dreading a couple months from now when there's no Monday night football. Like that's just don't, I, don't I, even I, talk about that. Don't even bring that. I can't think about that right now. It's horrible. It's, it's horrible. The, this it's is this worst. is my favorite football season ever. Uh, I I I love 2021 the best out of all football seasons. Oh, I, I'm 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 already so sad. We are going to be talking about week ten. It's today. halfway. We're we're more than halfway. We're we're, cra- we're yeah. crossing the credenza. You know, it's just oh my gosh. Yeah, the fantasy football seasons definitely pass. I when I did the I did the Bon Jovi half halfway there intro a few weeks ago. Like that was halfway for fantasy football season. Like. We're we're moving towards yeah, gotta you gotta you gotta get those five hundred teams up and at them, dude, so you can make the playoffs, man. It's it's coming. Well, I'm I'm trying to get to five hundred in the in the BFFs. By the way, I was one and four, two and five. I need Najee Harris to get me like twelve more points, uh, and I'm gonna I'm gonna be four and five, and in the mix back baby i'm four and fives in the mix yeah it's so beautiful we have two runaway you know six and one seven and one kind of six and two kind of guys and i want them to keep winning and winning and winning that's fine they will uh and then Mm -hmm. the rest Mm -hmm. of us one of them is garbage well you're talking about um josh thompson's garbage team Mm -hmm. is that the one you're oh yeah i want him to win the most yeah i want him to lose this week Uh, paper champion for sure he he is record he's one of the worst three teams in the league so, he's been uh, doing good managing the team, but he has, you know, he did, he, he didn't, he, I mean, he has Mahomes. That's, that was like a second round draft pick for him. I mean, Mahomes that's is, a great pick. right. I mean, he's, he's, 
it's very odd what's going on with the Chiefs. Um, but he's he's done well managing the team. The other one is just a monster. Like that's a that's a championship team if I've ever seen. Well, we're, we're talking about my friend Chris's team. He has Nick Chubb, Jonathan Taylor. He has Mike Evans, uh, Tom Brady. Uh, it's it's sick. It's sick. He had Tom Brady and Mike Evans on a bye. He's gonna score two hundred points. You know what I mean? Like he has, that, he has Rob Gronkowski waiting Rob on his Gronkowski. bench. He has uh, Mike Williams. He has James Robinson. Um, who else? I mean, that team is just loaded up and down. I mean, Cooper Cup, Debo Samuel, oh, yeah. Cooper Cup. I, I mean, yeah. It, it's How do we let ridiculous. him do this? I was not anywhere near him. I was he was fourth or or seventh or something. I was twelfth. I was on the fringes. I fucking hate the fringes. Uh, and so, I mean, I don't even know what you guys let him do that for. Mm-hmm. Okay. I blame you. I blame all of you guys down there at that end. Uh, you you could have drafted Cup. You could have drafted Debo Samuel. They all were late round picks. So. Lies, lies. Well, okay, maybe I could have. You know, my my late round picks were terrible this year. I'm not going to pretend. Uh, the the wide receiver two theory. Uh, got debunked here. <laughs> the Russell Gages, Debo of the Samuel, and Cooper Cup are wide receiver yeah, two theory. They are, but I didn't, I didn't pick them. So that was my. Right. That's on me, you know. But those sure. were those were the guys that should. You, those there are were wide receiver two theories. They were wide receivers too, and now they're runaway wide receiver ones. I yeah. mean, just monsters. Well, I mean, look at Mike Evans. I mean, you know, what I'm saying like uh, Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, that back and forth. Yeah, uh, you're. you're at one point, Antonio Brown was was right up there with those guys too. So it is a volatile mix with these wide receivers. Um, but I'll take yeah. Mike Evans every time. Oh, me though. too. Well, we don't want to foreshadow too much. Then we're going to talk about DFS stacks of cash later for sure. He okay. Might, might be okay. in there. I'm I'm not going to lie. Uh, let, let's kick it off with what, a, a new segment that we like to do. Just kind of like it's a little bit of bull bullshit segment, but you know it's fun. It's not uh, something where you have to uh, you know pick a player or make a stand. It's just where you what you loved and what you hated about this weekend. So I'm going to let you kick it off. What did you love okay. about the, your favorite season of all time? Uh, this past I'm glad. Week? I'm glad I actually thought about it this week because I, okay. I I didn't know that we were like starting to do that now. So oh, yeah, just, I actually I had some thoughts this week okay. instead of okay. on the cup. Um, hard, hard hard to pick. There's there's a lot of things I loved this week. Not a lot I hate it. Yeah. Um, if I'm gonna be on it, I mean, I didn't love the Josh Allen versus Josh <laughs> Allen battle as much as Scott Hansen did. Scott <laughs> Hansen fucking loved that thing. Man. I liked it. I liked it. I didn't love it as much as Scott Hansen did. I, that was freaking cool to see somebody uh, pick him, sack him, and recover a fumble. That was I, – I, I wouldn't have cared that much at all if Scott Hansen hadn't been making such a big deal out of it. Um, that was cool. I I know, uh, you know, Adrian Peterson is not – you know, he, he, I, I saw you tweet something like um, – uh, uh, when Al Michaels says oh, that, no, no, just Collinsworth, Collinsworth. Oh. yeah, calls him a good guy, <laughs> and, and you just cringe. Um, I here's here, I'll say this I, I, I'm rooting for Adrian Peterson, I, I'm rooting, yeah, I'm rooting for him to break records right now. He is got 119 touchdowns, okay. I think this is updated. Uh, so he's four away from Marcus Allen, like he'll be. He has a chance this year to be the third all-time TD leader, which I think is really cool. Uh, he also has a chance of 
uh, passing Barry Sanders. He needs uh, 429 yards to pass Barry Sanders um, to be fourth all time. Uh, so him getting that TD is cool. I do think that um, he, he I, I think he's going to get goal line work almost strictly because of that. Um, uh, I think Vrabel is, is that kind of guy that he's going to want to give him opportunity to, uh, etch his name in the record books as a Titan. Um, so that, that was cool, but long-winded answer. My, if I'm being dead honest, my favorite moment was watching Nick Chubb take it to the house. Mm. Th that one where he I'm went sexy. like 70 yards and just how fast he is in the open field. He is so fast. I mean, yeah, he just, just kept accelerating and just smoked everybody. That was, that was my favorite moment. That was the moment that got me off the couch. Like, Oh yeah. Yeah. So that, that was a, that was a great moment. Uh, you know, the, the, to touch on the Scott Hansen thing, I think well, maybe I'll show it later. Uh, it, it was, uh, you know, very, uh, I don't know. I, I, I was, uh, interested in the very beginning, how much attention he was giving to it. Right. It just seemed, uh, nothing had happened yet, you know? And so I was intrigued at that. Cause I was like, where's this going? You know what I'm saying? Like right. he's they're like dedicating like a lot of talk time to this Josh Allen, Josh Allen thing. Like, um, you know, this is something he's prepared for. Like this is, this is, this is like a bit that he's doing. And right. so I, I loved it. And then to see his bit mix with what was happening and how excited he got off of that. It was just like, it, it did entertain me. It did keep me, you know, it wasn't annoying. It was funny. And then Twitter just went crazy with memes. And I, you know, I, I have a, a meme out there that, that went viral that got like 300 some likes, you know, it's just, it's so funny when the whole like collective, uh, you know, milieu of football hones in on something and they kind of go with it. And then we went with it. We went with Scott Hansen and his excitement. We all kind of lived that. So that was my favorite. Uh, what, what was something that you could have done with that? You said not much, Any, anything you didn't like any shitty call, any poor performance. I was trying to think, uh, I, I know there was some call. I just can't think of it. Um, so I, I didn't come up with any call. That's that's the best thing to bring into the hate segment is right, just weird, right. bad rules. I couldn't I, I know there was something, too. I just can't remember it. Um, so I, I, I wrote down Cowboys Bills DFS lineups because yes. that was just the worst. I mean, Amari Cooper, Josh Allen. Uh, I mean, I, I played so many different players on both of those squads in my dfs on him so i will say that and then also um the chiefs game that was i i, I hate the chiefs that mm. what is wrong with the chiefs it's mm. just the weirdest thing in the world it is gross i'm not gonna lie it's gross to see uh i didn't i i watched the chiefs game a little bit of it, it that they showed uh i i did not like watching the cowboys broncos game that game uh, every time Dak had the football, it looked like they hadn't played together as a team at all before. It just they looked out of sync. Weird. I did not, yeah, I did not appreciate them switching to that game particularly. Whenever they switched to it, I was just like, no, 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 it's not good. And then you know Malik Turner catching a couple touchdowns, like, no, no, I, I didn't like any of it, and uh, it was just interesting to see. Uh, and then you know I, I, I'm not going to say I, I hated any uh, performance, but I, I don't like Josh Allen's performance at all. 
I don't like it. Um, but I understand it now. I read an article about it, and I got a little bit of a, a situational understanding. They're doing the same thing that is being done to the Chiefs. It's the two shell high. Cover two. And, yes, the shell uh, high. I read that article two. by Lord Dennis as well. Yes. It's very yes. interesting. Very interesting. It changes the game for DFS. It changes the game for fantasy right now. Um, you know, they're – yeah. And, and they did miss Tyron Smith, by the way. But I, I don't like, uh, you know, kind of that part of, of it all. What do you think of it? I, I'll say this, that to kind of – I of course, I didn't like um, the, you know, the outcome for – or the outcomes so far this season for teams that are having success against both those teams because they're just such high-powered, sexy offenses. At the same time – as a lover of football, this is actually what I love. This yeah. is what I love about football. It's amazing. It is like the ultimate evolutionary uh, petri game. dish. That's a where, yeah, just they somebody figures something out, then then they figure out how to stop it, and then they have to figure out how to get around the stop, and on and on it goes. Like right. players evolve. They, um. The Blind Side is one of the best books I've ever read about football. And um, it's by Michael Lewis. Um, he's the guy who did the big short. Uh, he did The Blind Side, the movie. But if you read the book, it's um, uh, it's about uh, that player's life. Um, Michael, Michael Orr. Yeah. Yeah, Michael Orr. Uh, but it's. It's also a lot about football and it's a lot about there's an evolutionary process. That's what, why it's called the blind side, right? The, the second highest pl paid player on every team is the, the left tackle because he protects the, the quarterback's sure. blind side. And there's, you know, Lawrence Taylor was this just unstoppable force that sort of created the left tackle and, and, you, you see this in the NFL, there's body types uh, emerge and evolve. And, um, you know, so shell cover two is just another example of, of the NFL evolving to deal with, because that for me, it's interesting how I feel about the bills because pre Jags game lock bills are going to the Super Bowl lock. And yeah, confidence uh, eroded because of that game. And the reason why I thought they were going to the Super Bowl is because I thought they were the new Chiefs. I thought they were just a better, more well put together team than the Chiefs. And yeah, to see the Jacksonville Jaguars hold them to six points, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, it, it's uh, it's definitely discouraging for the from fantasy from a DFS perspective. But from the big overall football perspective, I do agree with you. I do like what your points you're pointing out. It's a good um, evolutionary step in, in in the progress of the game, and he's going to have to pick them apart with little short passes. Mahomes is, and and Josh Allen is going to have to do that too. Um, and it, it, but here's the thing: I will say this: Stephon Diggs not totally neutered though. You know, he had a 75 percent. Uh, catch rate downfield last year. Now he's got 65%, only down 10%. So it is an impact. It doesn't matter. He's not number one wide receiver anymore. Um, but he's still he's still been getting it done uh, previously to this last week. Uh, and so I, I'm not saying that they've solved them. And same with Tyreek Hill. He's still a top 10 wide receiver. It just does, 
you think these games are gonna shoot and then you get a six nine like six nine bro you know what i mean like okay fine 69 <laughs> you know but i think no not not a good game to watch either so i didn't like you know the, that that type of football six nine football if it didn't have the josh allen you know storyline i would have hated that game the most mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah i mean it, it, josh allen uh the other thing about the bills that i think for me right now what you just didn't see enough of is him using his rushing ability and i don't see how any team that to me that's what's going on with mahomes as well ever since uh ever since he started getting turnovers and fumbles it 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 was like all of a sudden his confidence went down Mm-hmm. And you're not seeing Mahomes run the football as much. And I think I don't know how cover two deals with the the mobile quarterback that's capable of breaking off first down runs whenever, you know, things don't look right on the football field. So well, it's its own. So you're going to have, you know, uh, less of those big runs. You, you might have runs to the outside because there's more. Well, so, I mean, the way I understand the, the, the shell cover too, is that the safeties are tremendously deep and what they're doing is they're taking away the sideline, uh, so that anytime there's a wide receiver in that lane, it's they're they're they have to deal with the two people on them. There's going to be, uh, you know, a cornerback and a safety and there so it takes away um you know their main read and that's all i'm saying is this when things break down run the football no i'm I'm gonna agree with you yes i'm gonna i will say this though the the way that it's designed is that the linebackers don't chase after they kind of they they form a line that you, you they throw over the top of that you know if you get someone in behind that line of linebackers uh and so one way to deal with this play action the chiefs are not great at running the football so i mean not that play action doesn't work it works for everybody even if you're shitty at running the football it works but they don't do it enough you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. that 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 mm-hmm. holds those linebackers in the shell too so i mean if, if i know andrew reads a lot smarter than me i would not be surprised if they don't introduce a little bit more play action to hold those linebackers keep them in place then you can pick them apart over the top of them in front of the safeties. Or what you can do, too, is run Tyreek on a fly. Just send him to the moon, right? That takes a safety, and it takes that cornerback gone with him. And then you run Kelsey up that seam and, and, and have him cut behind and, and you know veer off to the side on a linebacker. You got a wide open you know, 15, 20-yard pass. So they'll no, get- I agree. It's, they'll, it's, they'll built, it's built for Kelsey, and it's also built for Dawson Knox, too. I mean, those are the guys that should be taking advantage of the uh, – the zone so i mean we'll we'll see i I think them getting dawson knox back will be another thing but i don't know man power rankings i feel like Mm. the ravens right now are kind of kind of moving up my charts holy shit and the titans titans d titans d is legit where did that come from man those boys are back holy moly yeah Mm. yep I love it. All right, let, let's. Uh, we've been we've been talking a good uh, twenty minutes. Yeah, like we like to. Let's jump into uh, some actual fantasy football content now. Uh, if you're sticking around, I appreciate that. Uh, let's start off with trades to get paid. This is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Please do sign up in the description below, down in the YouTube comments. 
Hashtag nimble always. All of these are nimble when you put the code in. They're all nimble. That's it. You put in nimble or use the link and, and it's it's all good to go. So uh, let's talk about it. Who is your first trade to get paid? Uh, so I'm just going to get these guys off the board uh, real quick. These weren't, uh, you know, we like to try and pick guys that you can get. But I, I think um, in terms of tight ends, again, we've mentioned Dawson Knox. Uh yeah, that's why I, I just want to say him real quick. Dawson Knox and Hunter Henry. I think if you could get either one of those guys for a tight end, uh, do it. But I didn't spend a lot of time focusing on them because it's, it's, it's probably tough to trade for either one of those guys. Um, uh, J.D. McKissick was the first name I wrote down. Um, it... It just seems in this horrible Ron Rivera Washington football team, um, this guy is, is is doing what he did in 2020. I mean, yeah. he he just continues to get targets. You know, um, he's averaging over his last three games uh, eight, four, and eight. So it's almost seven targets a game, um, and and he's getting. Uh, uh, carries and Gibson has shin splints slash fractures in his uh, leg. So uh, I think McKissick is a, is a good person right now that you could get because yeah. I, I don't think not a lot a sexy name. Not a sexy I, I don't think I've started McKissick once on the one team that I have him on. Yeah. Well, I mean, you, you, here's the cool part. He's seventh in targets of 42 and then in receiving yards, I mean, receiving yards matter. He's third. So uh, those are two metrics, 33 receptions, 332 receiving yards, 42 targets. I like he. I like he a lot. Yeah. So I, I like that call. Uh, here's my guy. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, you you like this guy. You know, I'm, I'm just kind of like wanting you to like me more. So this is one reason why I picked this guy. But A.J. Dillon is a man. He's a man. That's a man he beast. He is just he is. oh, he'll get you ten yards, it. ten yards, and, and a first down, and, and, and you know maybe he doesn't go for fifty or twenty five or a hundred, whatever it is. In one, you know, there, you know, he's not Nick Chubb running back there, but he'll bust through the line, get you six, get you five, get you four, get you, and those add up, and then eventually he'll get some touchdowns. Any part of this Aaron Rodgers offense uh, that that's not too fringe, you know, I, I would like to have a piece of it, and I think he's going to have some value down the stretch. I, I think uh, if he was on the Browns, he would be Nick Chubb. I, he can't take it to the house like Nick Chubb. That I mean, right, he, right. Nick Chubb legitimately looks like top. He's definitely top five in, in breakaway speed. I mean, that was ridiculous. So I don't think A.J. Yeah. Dillon has that in his arsenal. Um, he might be tougher to tackle than Nick Chubb. I mean, yeah, he, it, it, is, yes, he is. He's a he's a brings he a is, Yeah, that is a man. That is a man. And it I, it's such a shame that he's on the same football team with I mean, unarguably. I've never been a huge Aaron Jones guy for whatever reason. I just mm. haven't. And the just the more I watch him, I mean, that guy is so fast. I mean, that guy has breakaway speed for sure. And so oh, to be on that football okay. team is a shame because you can't not give Aaron Jones the football. Um, you have to. But yes. uh, A.J. Dillon, I think he will continue to carve out a role. So I love it. I love yeah. it. And I think you can you can get him. And then 
if anything does happen to Aaron Jones, the guy is a lock and load top mm. RB, like top five. Mm. I can smell, I can smell the the RB five, the RB one, or the you know like the RB you know four oh, no. or five, whatever. Week in, week out. Yeah, we can because he out. can catch too. He's getting he's getting targets too. I love it. Like throw, yeah. I love it when they give these big badass backs the ball in the air and let him get a little space too. Like why, why don't they always do that? I, I would not want to have that guy coming downhill at me. A la Derek Henry. Um, so, someone on Twitter did say a wild thing today. It was Chase Vernon uh, over there at the, the FF intervention. He did say that AJ Dillon, if he would have gone to Tennessee would have been the new basically, or, or he can become the new, uh, you know, King. He can be, King, he can be even better than King Henry. What do you think of that? Seemed pretty salacious. I mean, King Henry is, uh, it's, I'm, I pray to the Lord above that this foot thing heals because this guy looked like he had a chance at being the greatest running back of all time. So is he that? No, I mean, no. Right. I mean, Derrick Henry legit. I, I, I'm so sad this foot injury really, really blows me as a fan of his, uh, because he's getting screws in his foot and this dude is just a big dude. I mean, you know, doctors are amazing these days. They know what they're doing. Um, you know, uh, maybe he even comes back this season. I mean, they're saying he has a chance of coming back for maybe, you know, your, your Super Bowl on your fantasy team. But, um, yeah, I, I just thought he was uninjurable too. That was another reason why I loved him. And I feel like the only thing that could get injured on that, badass man is his foot yeah know, it's, it's, it's his all toe. the weight yeah it's it's a, like the second bone out in his toe they showed a little diagram of it on the, right. on the show and uh the thing i thought was interesting uh, i think it was on, i think it was on actual the red zone is that he has the most rushing yards in a 30 game span out of any running back in nfl history the last 30 games it's over 3,000 yards i mean 3,000 something i didn't see the, the the hundreds there but uh he is what he's doing and what he's done is remarkable it's ridiculous mm-hmm. like we should, we mm-hmm. should bow down so uh chase love mm-hmm. you buddy but uh don't get drunk and tweet so uh with that being said i've got another guy real quick there's somebody who i mean he's gonna be popular now it's not like you don't you know but i i think he's worth getting i love him so much i think he's gonna really vault up so even if you pay up a little bit for him it's gonna be worth it in the end uh, and that's hunter renfro uh hunter mm-hmm. renfro Got a touchdown. You saw him getting those red zone targets. I love that about him. I mean, that just makes mm. me so happy to see that in the last game. Uh, and so Derek Carr, they didn't play good. The Giants actually are not terrible at times at home. It's weird. They're like Jekyll and Hyde. They they beat the Seahawks last year at home. They played really tough against them when they were really uh, a good team, uh, you know, when they were on the decline. But they had not been a, a terrible team at that point last year. So uh, New York is good for a couple of those a year. And they tend to play better at the second half of the year as well. So uh, not totally surprised given what happened. Uh, they released another one of their picks who was uh, out, you know, yelling and threatening people with weapons uh, over the weekend. So, yeah, uh, their cornerback, Arnett, I think his yeah, name first is. First round pick. Yeah. First round pick. Yeah, it's, it's not good. The Raiders culture, uh, and it's not uh, – the Henry Ruggs thing, I'm not saying that it's because of Raiders culture. It's not. That's, that's a bad decision that one person made. It wasn't like he was out with the team. Um, but – it, enough of this pattern. You've seen a pattern with the Raiders. They're, they're not a great in the past month. I I saw a tweet that was October eighth to November eighth. October eighth, Gruden emails released. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever. Fine. Five days later, Gruden resigns. Then this rugs thing, and then today, 
they have to release their first round draft pick cornerback. Um, that's crazy, man. That's it's just like crazy. It's like they're like telling the Washington football team to hold their beer. You know what I mean? They're just like, oh, hold on, you guys are in a sex scandal. We got some got some crazy shit we're about to do. Hold hold my beer, Washington. I mean, and Dan Snyder I'll loves hold it. my gun. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I'm gonna need you to hold this for me for a short amount of time. Just don't ask any questions. Just hold yeah. this. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, seriously. Uh, it, it's a little bit wild. So, uh, how about you? Any last? Uh, you know. Uh, so my guy is is it kind of reminds me of your guy. My last guy I had a wide receiver was uh, I I like Christian Kirk. Ooh, I love. Um, yeah, I I I I think man. That Cardinals game was nuts too. I, I mean, love that game. That was a great game to watch. A tremendous. Oh game. my goodness, Colt McCoy looking sexy back there. It, I was you know, he's like a cry for him, man. He was like twenty three for twenty six or something like that. He was all these Kyler Murray design runs. He was doing them. It was weird. Um, so I don't care who's behind center and. I don't care if DeAndre Hopkins is back or not. I mean, I sit him, let him, let him rest up that hammy. Right. Uh, either way, I think Christian Kirk, uh, uh, his last four games, he's averaging close to 15 points a game, and that's with Hopkins in the lineup. Um, you know, just a solid, nice wide receiver too. And I don't think that's going to stop. I don't see why that stops. So, I, I like that call a lot. Uh, so the guys we've gone over so far, if you're just jumping in, Hunter Renfro, A.J. Dillon for me, uh, and then Collins had Hunter Henry. Uh, he, well, Who's your other tight end that you had as well? Dawson Knox and Hunter Dawson Henry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you might be able to get Dawson Knox if, uh, you know, if somebody's so. – I would have said last week would have been the week to trade for him where he's still – it seems like he is going to be coming back. It's just – I think he has a broken bone in his hand as well. And uh, it's not going to prevent him. It's, it's not as serious as um, you know, what it could have been. Yeah. Or as King Henry. So. No. Okay. Excellent. Uh, Let's uh, jump down to our next segment. And uh, this is one of my favorites. This is the wire presented by Occupy Fantasy. Do go check out Brian Jester and Occupy Fantasy. Uh, This is one of my favorite tools I use every single week to help me build my Millie Maker lineup. Gives you great rundowns. You can build your lineups. You can stack. You can flex. You can do all kinds of things with this tool. Uh, They also have the, the daily plug. And they, they do everything, by the way. They don't just do football. I just use it for football. They do all sports content. Uh, and one of the things they do over there is they write a daily plug. And so I read the articles today. I listened to the podcast today for the showdown slate. I do it every Monday, every Thursday. And they have Sunday content, too. So please go check out Occupy Fantasy. All right, let's jump in with the quarterbacks. Who is a quarterback? Oh, by the way, there are four teams on bye this week. I want to get that out of the way. Uh, the four teams on bye are Chicago, Cincinnati, New York, and Houston. So let's just kind of put that out there, and that's going to kind of inform some of our picks. Uh, so who are you going after in the quarterback realm? Um, You know, we always, you know, we we, we kind of lament who who is there to pick up at this point. I, I, I really don't try and repeat the same people. Um, so for this week, um, Jimmy G had his second 300 yard game in a row. Um, I, I streamed him in, uh, and yeah, it was productive. And now, uh, Iuke has kind of, um, 
you know, resuscitated and, and, and starting to find his feet. Um, and now you have Kittle back on that offense. Uh, so you got, you got three really nice options for Jimmy G and yeah, he, he said two, 300 yard games in a row. So he's, he's playing well. Yeah. No, I, I like that. As, especially somebody who, who picked up Brandon Ayuk for free, for free. He was just hanging around on the waiver wire and I picked him up for free. Uh, so yeah, I, I like that. Here's mine. Teddy Bridgewater is good. You know, uh, he's got some good weapons as well. You saw no, mm-hmm. Noah Fant, no problem. Tim Patrick, Jerry Judy, and then, you know, Williams over a hundred yards on the ground. So th- this team uh, is, is not who we thought they were. They traded away mm-hmm. Von Miller and we went, ah, they're punting this season. They don't even care. Look at this. No, no, they're in it to win it. And Teddy has not looked terrible. So if you need a quarterback this week, you know, Teddy's matchup, it's not terrible as well. You know, and Denver is going to throw the football. They're going to run the football too. Uh, but in Philadelphia is coming to town. Philly has uh, Jalen Hurts. They're going to score points. You know that. There's going to be points on the board. So I, I like that if the if the game shoots out, they, there was a, you know, a big shootout, basically 27-24, uh, over 51 points or 51 points exactly in the, the previous game with Philly and the LA Chargers. So I really like this game and uh, Teddy's going to be available. Probably I'm guessing on your waiver wire. Uh, I like it. Yep. Um, all right. How about running backs? Mm, I don't have a plethora of running backs, but I have a few. Uh, I'm going to start with one who uh, was dropped in our league. And so maybe he's not available. People hold, held on to him, but Naeem Hines was dropped in our league, which was crazy. I, you know, and but no one picked him up before the game either last week. So he just was left to lament on the waiver wire and he went off. So if Naeem Hines was dropped like he was in our league and he's available on the waiver wire for running backs like he is in our league, I would say go after Naeem Hines. He might have been trashed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's available in a few different leagues. I'm in, so. Um, uh, I have less sexy guys than that. Uh, did you pay attention to, to Le'Veon Bell? Bell? Oh, I saw him get a touchdown. I, I, I think he might fit into that, that offense, offense really well. Well, mm. once he yeah, gets his feet yeah. under him, yeah, yeah. They need running backs. Take Tyson Williams. I didn't see him very much. The thing, the is, thing is, is, is that he has that has weird, weird sort of sort of. He, he sits he back, back, he holds it, it and he, he waits for the, the, the that's always been his his MO. His MO. He, he sits and he waits he for the holes to develop. develop. I always I thought it would be interesting how they run those weird QB sets where Mars back and then you know you, they they have they have maybe Ricard in the backfield, Le'Veon Bell, and then there's you know, they just you have no idea what they're gonna do. And you know, they're doing the read option. I, I've been interested to see if Le'Veon Bell was going to be able to kind of revitalize his career there. And so, so I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not being so I think he's worth looking up on the wire. I'm not going to disagree with that. I like that. I have another person who's looking to revitalize their career. Uh, and it's somebody who got traded back to a team that they used to be on in Mark Ingram. Scored double-digit points. Uh, and if Alvin Kamara does go down, I know he's not the same Mark Ingram, but uh, in, in leagues where you, you need 10 points, you're on a bye, 
Mark Ingram is definitely worth just picking up, throwing in there. He had carries. He had a couple of targets. So uh, I don't think he's a terrible stash. Maybe you're not going to start him right away. You're not going to roll him into your lineup. But uh, the, the passing offense right now for New Orleans is not great. They're running the football a lot. They need to run the football. They've got Alvin Kamara. He's their best receiver and running back, but he needs breaks. And I think Mark Ingram is going to pick up, you know, a couple of touchdowns here and there on the goal line. They're going to, they're going to need a big bruising back. Uh, and so I, I do like Mark Ingram uh, just to kind of stash. I wrote him down as well. So. Yep. I had Mark Ingram. I also wrote down uh, Jordan Howard. Jordan Howard. Oh man. Back from the dead. Holy yeah. shite. That's wild. He's running well, too, by the way. He does not look like the old plodding Jordan Howard. What happened to him? Did he lose a little bit of weight or something? Did he learn how to pick up his feet? Did he do a little ballerina dancing or something? You, you know what it you is? What it is? Goal, goal line goal opportunities. They, they, they always, always get down, get down there, there. And Jalen Hurts is just the, just the, 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 the team the vulture. And they're way more efficient when they're actually hitting the ball. All, all the running backs at like the two-yard line. line. You know, yeah, we, I've, I've been watching Hurts all season, and he'll get in. It might take him three or four downs, you know, whether he throws it or runs it in. And now they get down there and boom. Yeah. Yeah. Well, their run offense is much more effective than their run, their pass offense. They, they showed it in that game. They stayed in the game with the Chargers, and they were winning the game. But they were running the football. Jordan Howard was hard to get down by that goal line. And you did see uh, – you know, Hurts did get a rushing touchdown in that game, but – uh, it definitely is uh, something to to watch out for. And then my, my last one that I had is kind of like a, a Patriots. Uh, I don't know. Ramondre Stevenson. And then also, uh, you know, Brandon Bolden, they both scored over 10 points last week. So uh, they're just something to kind of watch and see. I know Bo hates, hates the Patriots running back, but the, the, the Mac Jones has not progressed as, mm, I mean, he's, he's, he's kind of stalling out a little bit. Uh, he played good against the chargers for sure. Um, but you know, he's, he hasn't crushed it. I think they're going to be continuing to run the football. It's not going to be Tom Brady just yet. So uh, when Brandon Bolden's involved, he gets the ball at, in the receiving game. I do like that. Um, I also I'll, had uh, uh, Devonta Freeman written down. Oh, I assumed he was already on a team. Yeah, he should be picked up as well. I agree 100%. I mean, he looked like he was the best running back uh, on the football field out of all the running backs. I mean, I mean he, you know, Adrian Peters is a great storyline, but Devonta Freeman looks like he's like. Yeah, yeah. And I like this touchdown grab, like his little toe tap. I mean, he looked great on that play. So uh, I think that's a receiving back type work. He was good at that. I mean, I, oh, I know. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I said Devonta Freeman. I meant Devonta Foreman. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. That's what I was saying. I thought Devonta Freeman was was picked up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I'm talking about the Titans. The Titans backfield. Back. Oh, yeah. Now yeah. I get it. Sorry. 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 I said the name wrong, so, so it makes sense that you were thinking about Devontae Freeman. Freeman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he yeah. did. He did play well. He looked good. But I mean, yeah, he, was, I like, he, was, he was more explosive than Adrian than Peterson. Peterson. I agree. I, I think that Jeremy McNichols, uh, Adrian Peterson, Foreman triumvirate is going to be there all year. You know, I know. unfortunately, but I, I do agree. Uh, let's jump to you. Any more running backs? We jump to wide receivers. No, no. Okay. Uh, I, I'm going to say that this guy uh, that I have on my list is my number one pickup. First of all, I want a victory lap Elijah Moore, and I want a victory lap Ayuk as well. So both those guys were guys I told you to pick up last week. Uh, 
my guy Elijah Moore broke the slate if you played him. And he got two touchdowns. And then Brandon Ayuk got you 19, you know, almost 20 points too. So both of those were pickups last week that I said to go out and get. So if you went and did that, if you picked those guys up and you listened to me and you played them, uh, muzzle tough. Uh, so, but I'm going to say uh, they might be available still. Uh, get them. They're available still. Um, Russell Gage is somebody who I'm interested in. Uh, he got eight targets, seven receptions. This is what I thought was going to happen with Russell Gage. I thought he was going to just get peppered with targets this year. He was non-existent. He was injured. He came back. And Olamide Zekis got the touchdowns. But Olamide Zekis is not going to get two touchdowns every game. Uh, you know Russell Gage is going to get a few touchdowns in there too. So I do like the Kyle Pitts uh, drawing coverage away, giving Russell Gage a little bit more room underneath. And so he's somebody who probably got dumped earlier this year, hadn't shown out yet. He might be available. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you. Uh, I, I don't look now. I think the Falcons are in the playoffs. I saw that tweet today. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Hide your kids. Hide your wife. The Falcons are about to lose in the Super Bowl. <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, uh, I picked Elijah Moore as well. Um, um, Donovan Peoples Jones. That's, that's that's another one that I think you gotta you gotta. He, he was he was already looking good when OBJ was on the line on the team, and um, now there is no OBJ. So, so yeah, and th- those downfield targets, those air yards, are just so crisp, so clean. Yeah, yeah. you yeah. want those. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I would say another one I have on my list too because I had Peoples Jones, who's number two after Gage, is is Deontay Harris. You know, I know that you're I'm right 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 too. Ah, we are fantasy millionaires for a reason, my friend. <laughs> uh, tell me what you like about Harris, because I like a lot. Well, well, you saw that he. Uh, uh, somebody mentioned it during the broadcast. They were talking about his special teams chops, and then he's so quick. Quick. Uh, he. he He's just—he looks like he's intense to, to tackle. I mean, there was one play where um, I think a safety or a linebacker had a, 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 a beat on him, banged him. Mm-hmm. He just bounced right off. Bounced right off. That's what I was going to say. He's so tough for somebody who's so uh, slight. It's ridiculous, and he's getting the most targets and the most receptions. Uh, you know, he last week he had eight targets, which was two more than Callaway, three more than Stills. Uh, he didn't get the the touchdown that Stills got, but uh, you know, I, I do like Harris. If you're looking for for somebody who might catch a touchdown, sure, Stills might be there, but Harris is going to give you those uh, you know 75 yards, you know, six receptions. You want that? That's that's 13.5 points. You need that. All right. So, yeah. Are you got any tight ends? Yes. Um, possibly, possibly. Uh, no, I do not have any tight ends. That's a lot. <laughs> yeah. I picked, I told you to pick up. Luck. Yeah. Good luck. I picked good up luck, Pat, Pat Fryermuth last week. He got a touchdown this week, but boom, boom, boom. Listen, if you're not listening, you should be sorry. There's no more tight ends though. <laughs> so, so I got, I got some defenses though. I've got two defenses that, you know, I might dance with if I want to dance with the devil. Um, you got any defenses? Mm-mm. The Browns and the Titans. I I, I I like both those defenses. The Titans, you saw, yeah, you saw what they did last week. Uh, this week, the Browns go against New England, and uh, you know, I'm not scared of Mac Jones. They got a good rushing attack, but I'm not scared of Mac Jones at all. 
Uh, it just it doesn't you know bother me. And then the Titans, the Titans situation, it's not terrible. They're going against New Orleans. New Orleans, they will be good, but they've got Trevor Simeon there, who is not that great. Uh, and so I know their 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 offensive line is a little bit better than the Rams, but still, I think Tennessee, uh, you know, they can get after. And uh, last week, the Falcons beat them and the Falcons defense was turning them over. And so the Falcons defense can do it. You know, I think Tennessee can do it too. So those are the two I'd say uh, if they're on the waiver wire, grab them up. Who do you think wins between the Browns and the Patriots? I'm going Browns. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm going Cleveland. I think it's Nick Chubb season, baby. I I just think that guy, he's, he's, he's here, you know, he's ready to roll. So. Yeah. All right. That's it. It's a bit, I mean, that, that game has a lot of playoff implications, both five and four. Oh, big time. Yeah. Uh, I was surprised at how well the uh, Browns dispatched the Bengals. And then I watched this clip, a clip of Joe Burrow from two weeks ago after they were, they were winning at the end of the game. He's talking to his guys he's like, yeah, we could just win this division. Like, it's just, you know, like, we're doing, it's playing so well. They've lost two in a row to the Jets and then the Browns, and they're not in first place anymore. So. What are you going to do? They're not the best team in that division. The Ravens are definitely the best team in that division. Don't and the Browns now, getting, getting better. better. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't matter who their quarterback is either. No, I mean Josh Johnson was was lighting them up. I mean lighting it up over three hundred yards passing. I mean you know he had a, a three interception or a three touchdowns, one interception. Uh, I like. I like, and and he is an XFL guy. Uh, so I love that too. He was one of my favorite. He played for, I believe he played for the LA team out there in LA in Los Angeles. Um, so I, I am a fan. All right. All right. Let's do elevate mitigate eviscerate. Ah, one of my favorites. Every segment is one of my favorites. Uh, this is definitely presented by run the Sims. Check out run the I use them with Bo on Chalk Block every single week to build winners. I'm building my $100 double up. I'm building my GPPs, my cash lineups. They have an amazing, amazing, amazing simulator that runs, uh, I don't know, 10,000 simulations in about 25 seconds, 10 seconds, 5 seconds. Uh, You put all the players in you want, you build your lineups, and then you go cash. So uh, please do check out uh, my guys over there. And Justin Freeman is the man. Uh, He is awesome, smart. He gets things done. He wins money in, in, in fantasy and in DFS. So I love that guy. All right, let's talk about players to elevate. I'll let you kick off with the quarterback position. Who are you elevating? I'm going with my man, Derek Carver, the Chiefs. Chiefs. Yeah. Yeah, bring, yeah, it. bring it. Yeah, bring I'm not it. scared of what happened last week. And he's definitely played well against the Chiefs uh, in the last couple matchups. So I'm, I'm going to roll with Derek Carr as well. Uh, what, what do you see? What, what's, your, what's your thought in this? Well, well, it's Derek Carr's football, football team now. Team. I mean, it, it, this guy, like, he's the captain, he's thrown in the show, and the Chiefs are just dreadful on the defensive side of the football. I can see, I can see a big Waller day. Um, and I mean, he's just, he's just putting up numbers. I mean, last week. I, the Giants, that's that's going to be a team that you run the football on more anyway. Um, uh, this this is just a primo matchup. I mean, anytime any team is playing the Chiefs, like, look who's that quarterback. And this week it's somebody that he can air it out. So, yeah. No, I, I like that. Uh, my quarterback is going to be Matt Ryan against the Cowboys. Uh, you saw last week what Teddy Bridgewater did 
Matt Ryan, in the last five games, three of them, he's gone over 20 points, which you, you want to see. I like that. And I love that. you have with Matt Ryan the potential to have a shootout with Dallas. The last game they played was a game where, if you remember correctly, they had Dallas was down. They did that spinning onsides kick. No one touched it. And then uh, the player fell on it for Dallas, got the ball. They kicked the field goal. They won the game. They had co- they came back. It was one of the best comebacks in the fourth quarter, I think, of all of 2019. And it was another – or 2020. It was another nail in the coffin for Atlanta. And so uh, this game has the potential to shoot out. Uh, and so I like that. And that's why I'm going to chase Matt Ryan. He's probably available, you know, in most of your league. So check that out. Uh, or not, not, not available, but he's probably – you have him or somebody has him. So if he's not available, you know, try to trade for him or get him or do whatever you got to do. I was deciding between Derek Carr and Matt Ryan, and um, for the defense I was mitigating, I was uh, I was deciding between the defense that I will share later and the Cowboys because I think the Falcons are going to put up points. I just you can't mitigate the Cowboys because of that that TD turnover potential. So I, I choose not to, but I like the Matt Ryan pick. Yeah. All right. Let, let's go to running back next. Uh, who are you rolling out? Who are you elevating at running back? So, so this is one that's dependent on Zach Moss's concussion protocol, but Devin Singletary, I think, is a, a, a must start versus the Jets. There's no Zach Moss, so um, yeah, he could be on your waiver wire too. And if there's no Zach Moss, I think that's a lock and load. That's the worst thing the Jets do is defend the run. That's exactly right. They're one of the bottom teams in the whole league at defending the run. You saw what Joe Mixon did to them. He scored so many points. DFS monster two weeks ago. Uh, I love that call. Uh, My guy is Kenyon Drake. Uh, Quietly, Kenyon Drake is a PPR back. Uh, We we don't really think of him uh, that much. We don't really even think of him, right? Um, But he has more points than Josh Jacobs so far. Uh, He's getting targets. I think he's got 33 receptions so far. So, uh, you know, you, you can get way worse than Kenyon Drake. It's also a bye week. So people are going to be, you're, you're kind of struggling here. So I think if you have Kenyon in some of these different uh, spots, you put him in, you, you let him go. I think he'll give you some points this week. And you, know, you like Derek Carr against the, the Raiders or against the Chiefs. I, I like any anybody against uh, the Chiefs. And uh, particularly if you're going to be a PPR back, I like that too. Ah, that's a good call. Have, uh, you want to jump to a wide receiver? Wide receiver. I think that game is a shootout, and I think people could be maybe hesitant with with uh, CD Lamb's, you know, um, his last couple games. And I think this is the week where Dallas gets right. And it's 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 not for lack of time. I mean, he's had 11, 8, and 9 targets his last three games. So, this is going to sort itself out. Like, regression like, to the catch. going to start starting his wide receivers. Like, that's going to happen. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I think that's a good call. Uh, for me, it's your boy Christian Kirk. I think Christian mm-hmm. Kirk is a must start. You got to elevate him from now on. You, if you picked him up, if you traded for him, if you got, you, you need to play him. You need to plug him into your flex or your wide receiver two or three, and then just leave him there. I, I think that's what you need to do. So I'm a big Christian Kirk guy. Make sure he's starting on your team. And then uh, if you're looking for a little bit, somebody a little bit deeper, 
Rashad Bateman is getting targeted. And last week, he almost connected downfield with a, with a very deep pass. It was a great pass. He got interfered with, though, which was great. Brought the Ravens into the red zone, and they scored a touchdown right after that. So I, I love Rashad Bateman. I, I saw my guy, Matt Harmon, shout out uh, the, the king of Yahoo over there uh, with the, you know, reception, perception. He's the man. And uh, he he talked about how this is a, a concentrated group of, of fantasy players players here in this in this game in this uh, team Lamar Jackson of course being the number one but then he's throwing it only to I think 73% of his targets go to Hollywood Brown uh Rashad Bateman and Mark Andrews so that's mm-hmm. crazy you're, you're you're getting all of that volume into those three and right now Rashad Bateman is just getting his feet wet so uh, I do like Rashad Bateman this week and uh you know he, he has an opportunity uh in this game and he's playing by the way the Miami Dolphins the Miami Dolphins uh they're not great they're not good they're they're not the best against wide receivers or quarterbacks if you remember uh, a couple years ago hollywood brown lit them up for two touchdowns over the top it could be your shot bateman this this week it could be so uh and it's a thursday night game wild things happen on thursday night so i think you put rashad bateman in there i i, I think that team is so different too when jacoby is at the helm i mean it's just just a nap so, yes so it's a more opportunity for the offense Oh, for sure. Yeah. No. And I think Harbaugh's a little pissed too, because, uh, you know, there are some great memeable opportunities and, and gifts of him just looking befuddled going into halftime. They, they pulled it out. They came back from 14 points behind. He was, I think 10 and three coming off a bye, and to see him getting trounced like that really did shock me. I was, I was like, this is ridiculous. I can't believe Harbaugh is putting up with this. And this is actually happening right now. just knowing who he is, but he looked kind of like a mad lost puppy, you know, it's kind of like, and then he came back and he got his, his gravitas back in the second half. So I think he is 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 not happy, and they're just going to go out for blood in this game. I think they're going to score and, like a hundred points. Now he's eleven, now he's 11 and, three. and three. Now he's eleven and three. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. So, um, all right. I- anybody else for you for wide receiver, or you want to jump to tight ends? Tight end. Tight I have one tight end. One tight. Give me your one tight end. I like. I like. Uh, uh, I like CJ like Uzama. Uzama? Uz- Uzama. 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 Yeah. yeah. CJ Uzama. Uzama. Yeah. Yeah. That's. We got. Um, yeah, wait. wait. Let me see here. Who? Where are the Bengals? They're not on a buy, right? That's not. Are the Bengals on a buy? Yes, the Bengals are on a bye. Okay, okay. So not CJ Uzama. <laughs> no. Yeah, not CJ Uzama. I have a tight end. Ty Conklin is my tight end. And I, I don't Conklin, yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't love Kirk Cousins' matchup. We'll talk about that a little bit in, in uh, uh mitigate, but I, I do like tight ends. Uh, going up against the Chargers defense because they're not very good at stopping them. And that's what you're looking for. You're looking for uh, a team that does poorly against your position and then uh, a matchup exploitation. So um, I'm all about that. And and looking at, uh, you know, the Chargers, you know, I, last week they didn't play completely terrible, but they ranked 27th against the tight end, give up 16.3 points per game. They've given up four touchdowns, almost 600 yards. So I, I do like it this week. By the way, your your mic is is really low. By the way, like it dropped off. Oh really? 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I know if there's anything that happened, but I wanted to give you the heads up on that. I did turn you up. How, how's, how's, it, how's, how's it now? That's good. It's okay. It's not it's terrible. Back. Yeah. Okay. No, okay. I, I turned you up too. So, you know, okay. I, got, I got the power to turn you up. And uh, okay. Okay. yeah, um, that, that's all I got. And then is there any uh, defenses that you're going to kind of say, hey, like for me, Box, it's the top. Washington football, football team. team. Mm, that's that's a good pick. That's yeah. 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 Yeah, Washington football team, except for McKissick, is uh, not performing uh, well right now. So, yeah, I think yeah, Taylor, Taylor Heineke is going to—he's going to eat a lot, a lot of, dirt of dirt on yeah, Sunday. Sunday at it's going to be a lot different than that playoff game, and I think people are going to uh, continue to, to reference that game and just to say, "Oh man, it's, it's a lot different than that playoff game." <laughs> that's, a, that's exactly what they'll say on Sunday, and it's going to be repetitive the whole well, time. Their They're offensive all- line is so banged up, and the Bucks', Bucks? defensive line is—it's the, the best in the business. It's the best. So, no, no, I'm I'm with you there. Uh, good calls. Good calls. Uh, let's jump to players that we're going to be mitigating. And that means we're going to be benching them, not necessarily getting rid of them, but some of them may be, uh, you know, earmarked for evisceration. Uh, who are you sitting at the quarterback position? So, so I don't I like Jalen Hurts matchup versus the Broncos this week. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I agree. I, I think what you're seeing now with the, the way that they're getting down in the red zone too is, they're they're becoming a run first red zone team, and that that just kills his his fantasy value. Uh, so it's just a tough tough matchup this week. I think it's a good if you have somebody that you can elevate, like a Kirk Cousins, um, you know, take advantage and and, and bench hurts this week. Mm. Uh, so you're you're going Kirk Cousins. I'm going to be benching Kirk Cousins. So I'll tell you why I'm benching Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins, he is not terrible, and we we do like Kirk here. Um, but then this is just what I think: the Chargers are a run funnel. That's what we saw last week. We saw it with Jordan mm-hmm. Howard. They're good. They they can run the football. This is a Dalvin Cook week for me. This is where you fire up Dalvin Cook, and he he wins you the Millie Maker. Uh, I think Kirk will be just not. I think he'll get you 16, 17 points. But uh, Philadelphia is is strong. I'm sorry, not Philadelphia. The the Chargers are uh, strong against the quarterback. That's one thing they're really good at. And so uh, I'm a little worried. They're also good against wide receivers as well. I think they're second against wide receivers, only give up 25 points per game. So uh, it just it kind of limits his upside. I know Je- Justin Jefferson is a beast, and Adam Thielen is great, but they only give up 15 points to the quarterback per game. That's not a lot of points. So I- I'm going to kind of fade Kirk Cousins if I can. Now, maybe you can't. Maybe you got – your boy Aaron Rodgers on your team, you know the 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 the, the COVID uh, warrior out there fighting the the woke police. Uh, Kirk Cousins uh, will will be joining him maybe soon. I don't know. I think Kirk already had it. I think Kirk got uh, COVID in the summer. That's when that's when everyone should have got it. You should have got it. In the Who are you starting between Hurts and Kirk Cousins? I think I'd start Hurts for his rushing upside. I think that's just what you have to do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you have them both, you do have them both, don't you? I do. I have do. I'm, I'm. I'm gonna tell you as a friend in the same league as you. I would go Hurts just because his rushing upside. Kirk Cousins doesn't have it, and Kirk Cousins has a boneheaded game in him every couple of games. This could be the game. You know, it really could be if they're just rushing the football. So uh, that that is my personal. The Ravens don't have that good of a running defense either. Though. I mean, they're like they're right like, behind, and then Kirk, Kirk, Kirk still Kirk goes up goes and puts up 
a 30 burger basically. basically yeah but they're, the ravens aren't as good against wide receivers like i think that's the key is that right. the, you, know, you got better corners you've got you know derwin james he's over there and, and i think that they're just better whereas the ravens you know they're they're not that great uh and, and they're not terrible but you know they give up 34 points to wide receivers per game they've given up seven touchdowns over 1300 yards so they can be beat and you saw justin jefferson beat them uh right away like immediately so um yeah i think that that's where i'm that's why i'm kind of fading kirk this week okay well what about running backs who are you mitigating as a running back well we said uh that that cluster after the backfield and the titans i'm 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 mitigating the entire titans versus a top five running back defense so I, I I I think this is definitely a week to. Uh, I'm sure you got excited about getting McNichols for forty bucks off the waiver wire, whatever you spent. But um, I would go ahead and sit any all three of those guys this week. It's just because it's too hard to pick. Yeah, and it's just not a good matchup. No, I agree with you. I'm, I'm not. That's not a, a a terrible call. You know, somebody who, I, you know, this might be crazy, and maybe he's going to fade this. Maybe not. Um, but and my, he's been good. He's been getting targets, which is it's tricky to kind of fade that lately. But you know, Michael Carter uh, this week he's going up. The Jets are going up against you know who they're going up against the Bills. The Bills and the yeah. Bills—they're really like the best against running backs. Like they, mm-hmm. they, they're really, really good against running backs. And uh, I know that they can be beat. Everybody can be beat. But I'm just you know, Michael Carter is a rookie. And so there is, there's just the, the, the situation with the Jets is, is kind of, I'm not saying it's fluid, but, um, you know, I'm not sure if, if White's going to start. I'm not sure if Josh Johnson's going to start. The, the Bills are only giving up, and they're giving up so much less. They're giving up 15 points to the running back. That's it. Um, they've given up a total of 760 and 58 yards. I'm sorry, 700. That is not a lot. Uh, combined rushing and passing they've been really good only four touchdowns too so all of those things maybe michael carter busts out but i just don't think this is the team that he does it against i don't think the bills i think they, they lost they're coming off uh you know a terrible performance i think, I think they're going to be out for blood this week honestly yeah yeah no i i i was thinking about him and the only thing that kind of made me i almost was going to pick him is just that ppr upside it's, it's hard to get away from that but yeah, well, we'll see. I mean, the thing is that the Bills have been great against the PPR backs, and and uh, you know they've given up one receiving touchdown and only 240 yards through the air in seven games or eight games. I mean, that's that's not a lot. You know, it's 30 right. yards a game. So um, I think that they can limit him, and I think they they will. Um, that's just what I'm, that's my. my he sure has. He sure has come on the scene now. Oh yeah, but I mean, here's the thing though. Um, I mean, it, it, and this is where we have to understand. Like each week, there's just variance, you know, like last week, Zeke wasn't great. You know, it just wasn't right. great. You still start Zeke. I'm not going to tell you to fade right. this week because he sucked last week. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not how it works. But, um, yeah, I mean, last week you saw people like Damian Harris get you 10 points. You know, you see somebody like Michael Carter. He got you 9.6 in a blowout. They scored 30 points. He got 9.6. Uh, you know, Daryl Henderson only got you 8.8. So you're going to have those duds. I just think against the Bills, I- I'm not going to be testing that. Just like New Orleans. I hear you. For you. You know, you're not testing it. So, yeah. All right. Well, speaking of the Bills, uh, I'm going to go on the wide receivers. I'm going to go ahead and 
the, the, what the Jets do do decently is cover wide receivers. And so I don't want either. I don't like with Dawson Knox coming back. I don't like Cole Beasley or Emmanuel Sanders this week. So I'm going to say fade both. I'm fading. uh, I wrote both of them down because one of them will go off. Um, and it'll be the one that's not on your team. <laughs> right. Well, I, I was thinking it was not going to be a, a Cole Beasley season, uh, personally. Um, but, yeah, yeah I, I can see fading them both. I wasn't even thinking about the Dawson Knox situation. Um, but definitely Stefan Diggs is the number one there. And he's always you know, starting. He's right? always going to start. Fade him. Yeah, you also have a lot of draft capital in him. And so maybe Beasley, you do not have as much. Maybe, you know, 10th round pick or something like that. So uh, he's been great for you when he's when he's hit or he's been a dud so um more dud than stud last week for sure uh what about tight end Uh, for me it was hard to find a tight end because there's not a lot that are rostered especially with you know uzama on a break and ingram on a break and just people on a break uh to find those those you know special friends that you you really want so i have no tight ends to mitigate Uh, i might be scraping the bottom of the barrel just looking for anybody to start off the waiver wire honestly I'm I'm going back with the Jalen Hurts situation and Dallas Goddard. Um, Dallas Goddard hasn't been what we thought he was going to be with no Hurts, and I don't like this matchup. So if you have a, a a team where you you know you have another decent tight end, um, maybe like a Jared Cook or uh, Zach Hurts or um, I can't do Uzama because he's on a bye, but. <laughs> Uh, yeah, this, this, this would be a week where I would consider, uh, Dallas Goddard. I mean, he, he, you know, if he's your, if, if, if you're just dregs behind him, then no, but, uh, he'll probably get eight points. Um, and, and he, there's always the potential that he gets a touchdown, but, uh, it's not a good matchup. The Broncos are very efficient uh, at dealing with the tight end. So it's, it's a horrible matchup for Goddard this week. No bueno, as they say. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. I like it. Uh, do you have any um, mitigates on the defensive end? I don't necessarily have any. Um, I so the one I had written down um, instead of the Cowboys was the Panthers versus mm-hmm. the Cardinals. Um, yeah. Oh my the god! The Cardinals just—it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. They're just—they're going to score points. Colt McCoy, Kyler Murray, no DeAndre Hopkins, no, no, no Chase Edmonds. Who cares? They, Cliff Kingsbury is—he's—he's he's got the NFL figured out right now. And if you have the Panthers, I would look elsewhere. I'm going to co-sign that, and I'm going to say you can eviscerate them. They're on my eviscerate list, and the reason is Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold. Well, he makes my eviscerate list. Yeah, mine do. That guy is some hot trash. So that's a good transition into eviscerate. That's my first quarter. That's my guy on the quarterback. It's my guy, Sam Darnold. He right, is right. terrible. I'm sorry yeah. to everybody who thought he was good. Uh, somebody tweeted out what we learned this weekend. Uh, maybe not an Adam Gase issue. Maybe not an Adam Gase issue completely. Maybe Adam Gase didn't completely ruin him. Maybe he just was kind of ruined, and then Adam Gase ruined him a little more. Well, yeah, I mean, um, you know, what comes first, the chicken or the egg, it, it doesn't matter. Him being connected with Adam Gase is not good, as no bueno, as they say. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, there's a there, there's a there's a shelf life to the QB psyche. And I, I think, you know, 
when you've turned the ball over as much as he does, I mean, you've created a neural network in, in your brain. To, to be able to, yeah, there's, there's a pathology. And uh, Matt Rule looked like he was, he was um, you know, hypnotizing him into not doing that. But, I mean, honestly, it, it, it was because he was he was – he was playing so exciting. People weren't paying attention to the fact that he was still turning the ball over. And um, yeah, I, I, he, he was, I, I have, um, I have him written down. Uh, how about McCaffrey's back is Chuba Hubbard. Is he, is he gone? I mean, if you have McCaffrey, are you going to hold Chuba Hubbard anymore? I say you hold him, but you don't necessarily play him. He's just a, a you know, a break glass, you know, in case, yeah, I mean that's all he is, though, man. Is is, oh, yeah. is you're just he's just he's on your he's just a handcuff, man. He's, he's a handcuff. Yeah, I don't think yeah, you drop two running backs to drop though. If you want to, you want to drop and, and pop it and drop it. You can get rid of Jeremy McNichols and uh, forty bucks you spent on him last week. You can eviscerate him right away. Adrian Pearson's getting those touchdowns, you know, like Mike said. Uh, and then Dearness Johnson. It was a cute story while it lasted, but that was great. Yeah, you can drop him as well. Uh, and so, yeah, then you'll have How about more Boston players. Scott. Uh, Boston Scott had one of the best tweets of the week. He tweeted out how he lost his game and he went home and got owned on some some video game by some 12 year old named like Snook Mook or something like that. <laughs> so funny. Snook Malik or something like that. It was just like, man. Yeah, Sook underscore Malik. You go home and you get your ass kicked. You know, it's like, oh, that's so funny. So I mean, yeah, I, that that I mean, Gainwell, but Gainwell is back. So uh, I, I don't really know what's going on. I think Boston Scott is is definitely evisceratable, though. I have a different eagle. I want to eviscerate. He's a wide receiver named Jalen Rager. I want to eviscerate him. I don't have any of him, but you know, you should eviscerate him. Did did he? I mean, he's injured, right? Did he play last week? Did was he on the uh, field? Uh, I'll look and see at the game log. I don't know. He 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 is. Uh, to me, very evisceratable. I mean, I think he's on he's on waiver wires already. But Boston Scott was somebody I picked up and played uh, in, a, in my Derrick Henry, one of my Derrick Henry teams that I was just desperate. And uh, I didn't want to put Adrian Peterson in. And man, I'm I don't. I'm done with Boston Scott. It's over. It's it, it, because you you have now you have Miles Sanders is coming back, right? I mean that injury is in he he's what one two weeks away. So now you have four running backs on that team. It's too Boston many. Scott, Gainwell, Jordan Howard, and Miles Sanders. So I'm I'm done with Boston Scott. He's, no, I agree. It's just like it was like a a quick middle school girlfriend, you know, or boyfriend, mm -hmm. depending on where you hang. I, I will say this: Yes, Jalen Rager did play last week. He had one target, one reception for minus six yards. It was his long. It was his uh, yards per reception were minus six. His yards per target were minus six. So yeah, no, he played. He got you point four points. So. Excellent. Yeah, you get get rid of that guy if you have him, or just you know block him uh, in your league so no one else can pick him up and just maybe kick him out of your league. I don't know. I just it's just a thought. So all right, what about you? Are you eviscerating any tight ends? I I have one more wide receiver, uh, Nelson Aguilar. You can eviscerate him. So yeah, um, yeah just get rid of him. Uh, yeah, born and then of course uh, Myers. Jacoby Myers never going to score a touchdown. I think he's got over fifteen hundred yards without a touchdown. It's an NFL record. Uh, he is allergic to the end zone. So, um, 
if he can't get in, you know, else, you know, Nelson Aguilar is not getting in. Uh, so drop Aguilar and Rager. Those are the two I had. What about you? Anybody else? Any tight ends? Nope. Uh, I just had, I had only three people written down. Chuba with a question mark, Boston Scott and Sam Darnold. That, those are my guys this week. Nice. Okay. Uh, let's jump to our top DFS stacks of cash. This is presented by Prize Picks. Uh, I love Prize Picks. Check out Prize Picks down in the links below in YouTube. There is one of my favorite parts about the Prize Picks is you can deposit $100 and then they'll give you $100. And then you can use that $100 and you can cash that money out and actually win it and make it and, and have it be part of your, your, uh, your bankroll. Or after you make the money, you can take it and have it back in your bank account so uh do check out prize picks using the link down in the description below let's talk about your filet mignon it might be my the same filet mignon is uh justin herbert at 7300 and keenan allen at 7000 mm, um, he was a bargain last week at 6500 mike williams is something's wrong he's he's hurt they mentioned it during the game he's dealing with some type of injury uh, you know meanwhile keenan allen is just getting it's it, it's 2020 version of keenan allen um you know that's a a, a 14 300 stack so you got um 35 7 with your fillet to deal with the rest of your team i think that's a really solid safe fillet to build a lot of lineups around because you know keenan allen's baseline is 15 points you know so um you know if if he doesn't you know uh triple triple your your um your price payment for him i mean you, you know hopefully you hit it with some other guys but yeah bottom line he 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 will he'll double it like he's gonna get you 14 15 points for seven g's that's a lock Mm. No, I like it. Sexy. Uh, I've got um, my filet mignon is Tom Brady at 7,600 and Mike Evans at 6,900 as well. Uh, that to me is the sexiest stack of the week. And the reason is because they're going up against the Washington football team. And even though they're coming off a bye, they are, like you said, in tatters. They're terrible. They're terrible against the wide receiver. They're terrible against the quarterback. Uh, they rank worst against the quarterback, even though they were on a bye. They are still three points worse than any other team. Uh, and that's not good. They got they got more average. Their average went down because they got an extra week in there, right? So they're, they're still terrible. And they're ranked 32nd. They've given up almost 2,400 yards. They've given up 20 touchdowns. 20 touchdowns. Tom Brady is going to just destroy them it's going to be a blood i like bag. your stack better i like your fillet better it's going to be washington's defense on the on the secondary side 43 points per game they've given up over 1500 yards and 11 touchdowns i mean dude uh, it's going to be so it's going to be so chalky so you're going to have to uh, i was choosing i was choosing between herbert and and your stack um I, the, the the and honestly as you were talking i realized i wish i had said your stack because your stack is the superior stack and i'm going to tell you why besides everything you just said as you were talking i just realized too i I forgot when I was preparing, and now I remembered. I I forgot that Tom Brady he's chasing 
actual football records too. I mean, he 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 is he is trying to goat it up. He is trying to goat it up in 2021 in single season record. He will be getting Mike Evans the football. Like that is going to happen a hundred percent. He is going to be airing it out. And there is, yeah, high probability. High probability he got a one to two touchdown game out of that guy. The reason why I was struggling to pick was because of Godwin. And I was like, "Ah, you never know. But I love it. I I think I think Brady Evans is the best wide receiver on the team. He is. I mean, Antonio Brown is right there. Godwin's right there. They're close. But if you want to play it safe and you want to goad it up, throw the ball to Mike Evans. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the, the best cornerback for the Washington football team is like five, nine or five, 10. You, you, mm-hmm. you're, you're not getting a huge corner on him. He has a huge match advantage. I think they'll probably put the rookie. Was it was June on them or uh, St. June. Is that his name? Um, and you know that he's just going to uh, use and abuse him. Uh, it's just, he's, he's one of their safeties. It's uh, corners. It's not going to be good for him. Uh, if he's on there, he's the tallest corner they have. Uh, and I, I think it's just going to be a Mike Evans. Uh, he might get two touchdowns. He might get three touchdowns. You know, he's it's possible with what Brady, what, with what Brady's trying to do. Right. So. Exactly. Yeah. No. Um, all right. Let me, let me jump to my, my, or oh, your, um, your sirloin. What is your sirloin? Right, sir? My sirloin. It's your, it's your boy. Carson Wentz coming in at 5,900 and Michael Pittman at 6,300. Another just guaranteed safe stack of points. Um, you 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 put that sirloin in. Uh, you got thirty-seven eight to build the rest of your lineups. Um, to, to build the rest of your team. Uh, so yeah, man. Um, Carson Wentz at going up against the Jags. Uh, I I I don't see. I don't think the the shell cover two is going to work on that team. That as you said, they have Jonathan Taylor. They have a running back that can just blow things open for them. They can run play action, uh, so it's a it's a nice safe sirloin. I, I love it. I love it. I, I love it almost as much as mine. Mine's a little bit more expensive though. I've got Dak Prescott at sixty nine hundred, and then I got Amari Cooper at sixty two hundred. It's just it's it's too cheap. It's too cheap. They're going up against Atlanta for God's sake, people. So. Uh, to me, this is the the value here is just through the roof. Uh, it's a little bit more expensive than than your stack. It's nine hundred dollars more than your stack, but uh, I think if you pay for it, you're going to be happy when you bite in. So, yeah, man. When you see Amari Cooper, I mean, I, mean, I was just chucking him in dozens of lineups this past weekend at fifty seven hundred. So, I mean. You know, when you see Amari Cooper, you know, in that range, um, and it's all thanks to C.D. Lamb, uh, he's still the number one wide receiver on that team. But DraftKings is not is is not pricing him as such. So I love it. Yeah, I think I like your sirloin better as well. That's nice. What's going on here, man? What's going on? You, you stealing my sirloins? I, I want your filet and your sirloin. I'm going to have a bite of both of those. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I want to hear your cube steak because you've been hitting on the cubes. So I'm interested in your cube this week. Okay. Well, you 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 highlighted this guy on the wire. Uh, I'm going with Teddy Bridge, bro. Teddy Me Bridge. Me yeah. too. 
Yeah. Uh, 53? Is that right? Is that what he is? 55. 55. Okay. 55. And then Judy's 53. Yes. Okay. Yes. That, that's, that's my cube right there. Um, uh, I, I, you got 39, two to build the rest of your lineup. And, um, yeah, uh, Judy's, Judy's back. He's, he's getting peppered with, with targets and, um, that offense it really i mean we've all we've all known that i mean if you went and put deshaun watson on that football team i mean they have so many weapons and jerry judy they're probably their best right there with Cortland sutton as the the best you know um i i like i like uh i I like this as a as a you know a cube um you never know because uh, they could, you know, they could get down at the red zone and they have those two amazing backs. Um, you never know which one of them is going to get it, you know, uh, which is a- always frustrating. Um, uh, but yeah, for, in terms of a cube, um, I would I would do a few lineups and um, throw Judy in there. You can throw Patrick in there. I think he's forty nine hundred. Sutton's, yeah. 50, Sutton's 56. Uh, he's priced down. So uh, nice. any of them are available, really, if you wanted to do it. And that was my that was my cube. My, my was a cube with a choice of your 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 side. You know, you can uh-huh. pick, you can pick anybody that you yeah. want. You know, I mean, even last week, Albert O had value 2600. So, you know, they're getting the ball around. And uh, I like both the running backs, too. I mean, I'm going to Mia culpa on Melvin Gordon and say, that I think Javante Williams is is running better. I mean, he rushed for over 100 yards last week, but there's still value in Melvin Gordon for sure. I, I just didn't see it. Just like the James Conner miss. You know, James Conner, not great uh, last year. I think really what it is is he's better now because he's wearing a, a single digit, and that was holding him back. And then last year he had like on like 33 or something. It was just too too big of a number on the back. And now he's got that, that six. You know, he can just boom. He's quick. That, that's my thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean Connor. Uh, well, he, he kind of got like a a year off to kind of like rest his body, and he's not he's sure. not that old yet. So, um, it and just the Cardinals are just good. I mean, they're just everything, every, every aspect. They're just good football team. They're a ton of weapons. Um, but yeah, with Melvin Gordon, man, um, I think Javante Williams is slightly better um that's how good melvin gordon still is i mean everybody wants to just hate on the dude but he's good he's good at javante williams is fantastic um uh, i mean uh that guy is uh i mean he 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 has all the the trappings of becoming an elite player at, at this position um Again, it's almost like a, you know, AJ Dillon, Aaron Jones situation. It's just two amazing backs on the same team. I mean, um, you know, either one of those guys, if if the other one goes down, is is going to just put up monster numbers. I agree 100%. So uh, well, that's it, folks. That is the DFS stacks of cash. Uh, please do cash in. And win yourself some money using those plays and let us know. Like, throw it back in our face. Let's have a taste. Say, hey, I won all the money and you won none. And you're not a millionaire yet, but I am. Please, if you win the Million Maker off of our picks, let us know. Uh, we'll tout you. 
for sure. All right, let's jump into my secret favorite segment of the show. Uh, and what I just I just do live to, to share with you is three tweets. So I'm going to queue three tweets up. And I have a bonus three tweet this week that is it's it's uh, it's a personal one that I want to share. It's not part of the the silliness, but I'm going to lead with it real quick. And it is this tweet. Um, I just want to shout out the Washington Capitals who uh, have invited myself and my daughter London and my wife Rose and Adelaide to this Sunday's Capitals versus Penguins game as part of Hockey Fights Cancer and the initiative they have uh, just to really care for kids and their families. It's it's amazing. Uh, and so that's so yeah. cool. And then during the game, they are going to they they we've they've done a video. They've come to our house a couple times and shot video. They're going to air London's story, which they've already Caps have already tweeted it out and shared it uh, on their Twitter, which is really nice. But they're going to share it in front of uh, you know. 50, wow. 20,000 fans and so we're going to be there in attendance uh and we're going to get to watch it and so i just wanted to shout out the caps because this is a team that i grew up loving my whole life like it's it's been my favorite sporting team by far so yeah man the caps you guys you're gonna make me cry uh for sure on sunday you're getting me i'm getting misty bro that's awesome I'll i'll be weeping so um you know, I just wanted to share that with everybody, and and I, I appreciate everybody's support. I mean, I tweeted it out today, and I don't know, uh, I don't know if I can see uh, how many t- likes and stuff it has, but uh, yeah, forty five thousand impressions. A bunch of people retweeted it, liked it. I, uh, you know, it, it's it's so encouraging. Oh, here we go, two hundred twenty two likes already. So, um, it's just so encouraging to to get that love from the community for London, and then also, uh, you know, for the Caps and and from the Caps. So. Um, that's my first tweet as just like a, uh, you know, an homage to the caps, but here's my first tweet for three tweets. And, um, you know, I guess if I can make this big, cause it's, it's Justin Jefferson. I could watch this all day. I know. What is he doing? He's swinging his arms. He's just, he's going full <laughs> Tasmanian devil mode. Yes, yes. It's like he doesn't, he doesn't know what to do with his hands. Like, well, well, Farrell in Talladega Nights, he's like, what do I do with my hands? Yeah, he's just going <laughs> psycho trying to scare everybody. I know. Marlon Humphreys blocks him down and then he turns around and helps and make the tackle. He falls down like a Bama. That's and he falls down right in front of Dalvin Cook and almost trips Dalvin Cook too. So this is uh, like how my son and me <laughs> wrestle. That's my son, and, and I'm Marlon Humphrey. And then this is what happens, bro. So, yeah, Marlon sorry. Humphrey shrugged him off with his arm. If you watch it ten more times, you just he just it's great. Him. Let's watch this ten more times. I mean, it just gets better and better. As he comes in, you think he's not going to do it again? He does it every time. <laughs> There he is again. And his little push, he doesn't even push very well. He just bumps him no. with his shoulders. No. It's worse than the Tim Tebow block. You know, it's terrible. So I don't know if it was as bad as that. They <laughs> they literally cut him as soon as they saw that. Dude, no offense to Tim Tebow. Like, I played football in high school. I can tell you this 100%. I could deliver a hell of a better block than that. I was, that was what I did, man. I'm 230 pounds right now, but I was 265 and a blocking machine. You're a bitch, Tim Tebow, for that block. You should have gotten cut. Uh, Justin, He's about 265, too. 
he looked like such a bamum. He's all muscled up like a huge guy. And then, like, my sister could block better than that. Like, he just collapsed to the ground like he had an aneurysm in that block. It was just the saddest thing I've ever seen. It, it really is, was. I mean, it's, it's just it's just not what a tight end does. That's just not. No, know, was, no. You got you got to sell out, man, if you want to make the football team. Gotta as a tight end. your business, man. Right. So, all right. Uh, jumping onto yours. <laughs> okay, so this is the the Natalie Portman meme. Uh, and, uh, it's 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 just a great meme. Uh, it's the Natalie Portman, and instead of uh, uh, Anakin, yeah, Anakin. Uh, it's got Aaron Rodgers, and Aaron Rodgers says, "Yeah, I'm vaccinated." And Natalie Portman says, "Against COVID, right?" And then it just closes up on his face, him smiling. <laughs> And then it's Natalie Portman saying, against COVID, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I love this. This is this is one of my favorite Aaron Rodgers memes. Uh, yeah, uh, that's such a good one, man, right? I mean, because, I mean, that's literally what he did. He was, he, it was like, it's a, like the ultimate, like, kid lie. I mean, it, I mean, he, he basically almost did that, you know? He, he, well, he said he was, yeah. He said, "I'm immune. I'm immunized. Yeah. I'm immunized. Yeah, I'm immu yeah. immunized. But against what? Right? 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 It's like against measles. Like it's like <laughs> fingers crossed. I mean, double double touch blue make it not true. I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> totally." Yeah, totally. Yeah, that, that's I, that why that's that meme was my. I mean, there's been so many good ones, but that was my favorite. I mean, that was just yes. that was so perfect for what happened. I agree 100. percent And I, but I will say this: uh, I will, I will, I will not. I don't know who won. I don't, I don't know who won. Um, so if you want to throw a tweet in there, you can. I have another tweet, and it just happens to be uh, of of Aaron Rodgers. So I'll just throw mine in there, and you can throw yours in there too. Uh, this is my tweet of Aaron Rodgers. It says Aaron Rodgers. Finding out that Flintstones vitamins don't count as the vaccine, you know, mm -hmm. and so uh, you know this was one of my tweets that went viral, had two hundred five likes. I love that, and uh, it is so wild. This whole story is just so silly, and to listen to Pat McAfee kiss his ass on the interview might be the thing that made me the sickest because his lead up to Aaron Rodgers is basically is like fuck the haters, man, you know, and then. Aaron Rodgers canceled himself after that. You know, he took the he took the bull and just got gored right after that. So, um, uh, yeah, no, that's good. Uh, let's let's keep going. I have more Aaron Rodgers ones since oh, we're please. we're Drop we're doing me. bonus here. Yeah. Uh, okay. Here's here's one. I'll send you this one right now. This is another really good one. I like this one. This is the one I have up now is from Pat Thorman, who I love. Pat Thorman. He's a friend of Denny's. And he says, was impressive to see Dak, Allen, Carr, Mahomes, and Stafford support Aaron Rodgers by not showing up this week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just sent you another one. Here's another okay. good one. Let's go back and get a, another bonus one here from Collins. Yeah. From Dave Dameshek. And it says, so all this time he was growing his hair out to be Cole Beasley. <laughs> <laughs> That's the funniest one I've seen. <laughs> oh, here's another good one. Here's another good one. This is oh. this is from our boy Joey Molinaro. Look at this. Oh, I one. love Joey. It says Roger's really gonna make us all have to talk about him in the vaccine with our family on Thanksgiving. 
why you won't have to. <laughs> what a bitch. <laughs> that might be my new favorite. This is, this is the best. Yeah. Yeah, we're all going to be subjected to this stupid talk about Aaron Rodgers, and he's just going to be out with his girlfriend, his fiance. Yeah. Just, you know, him and Miles Teller just, you know, yucking it up. So, yeah. no, this is perfect. We had not talked about Aaron Rodgers in and uh, in the show because I wanted to save it for three tweets and to talk about it now. But, man, that guy was one of my heroes. And now he's just like like a an uncle who you're like, ah, yeah, he's cool. You know what I mean? But he's kind of crazy, you know? So, yeah, I mean, I'll tell you what. It's going to be an interesting uh, storyline. If the Packers make the Super Bowl, which I think they could, I think they will. They oh, could. yeah. I mean, they lost that game versus the Chiefs. There's no way they would have lost that game with Aaron Rodgers. They would have mopped the floor with the Chiefs. Oh, that they, been... they only scored 13 points. They looked terrible. Oh, my goodness, dude. I, I mean, th- that game would have been 31 to 14. Um, what did they score? They scored 13? 13. 13. Yeah. 13. Right. 13 to 7. So I mean that would have been thirty-one. It would have been thirty-one to thirteen. That game would have been completely different. Jordan Love. I, I mean, you can understand why Aaron Rodgers was apoplectic <laughs> when they drafted him. I mean, that guy is—he is third first. Just, just get get back on the bench and hide and keep clocking paychecks, bro. You are not cut out for this league, man. And, and it was interesting to see him step in. Uh, you know, I've heard different people talk about him that, you know, he really does have the right makeup to be an NFL quarterback, man, you, you know, just, it, it's just one game. So the sample size is, is, you know, it's, it's hard to judge, but dude, that the lights were too bright for that guy. I mean, he yeah, was just, oh my goodness. And, and that's not. That's just not a good sign when you're at this level, man. Like you, you need, you need guys that that have that swag. Um, so I, you know, forget Jordan Love though. I, the Packers are legit, man, and they got a loss. Uh, which you know, the I mean, the NFC is going to get tight. Um, but I mean, you you uh, you saw them beat the Cardinals. With yeah. no wide receivers. I mean, they are legit. So it's going to be interesting when, when Uncle Aaron, uh, you know, potentially makes it to the Super Bowl, how how they deal, how how, how the media deals with all of this. And it, it, it's been crazy to watch someone who really has been a darling of the media, a potential Jeopardy host. Yeah. Just fall it right in front of our eyes. Um it's 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 wild to see it. Aaron Rodgers thought that it was 2020. He was having his 2020 meltdown, and except he was he's having it in in 2021, and that's the problem. We all had our meltdowns, Aaron. We all grew our hair out, grew our beards out last year, and then we got vaccinated, and then we. I still want to know, know what he means by immunized because. What what it what is what does he mean? Is it is he is it because I I read I I honestly I feel bad for him because I know that this is true. He's saying that he's allergic 
to the two mRNA ones, which that that's I feel, you know, bad for him. You know, if that's true, honestly, I don't know. You can't believe a word that guy says. Right. So, right. I, you know, what are you going to do? Um, I wish I knew what he's what he meant by immunized. Is he is he talking about his measles shot or what? What is this alternative way that he because he petitioned to the NFL? Like what is he like? Right. Yeah, I took my Flintstone vitamins. I'm immunized. Like he just went from being this like so respected uh even to say that word immunized that tricky little word so he's like not lying and then you find out like what he's we still don't know what he what what his immunization was right that yeah. hasn't been revealed correct no nothing's been revealed you know he he he's not really said much about it afterwards you know yeah so, uh, the thing that kind of gets me, though, is that if you are not vaccinated, right, there are protocols that you have to go through. Right. And he's not adhering to them. He was not wearing his mask. He was showing up at press conferences. Without... That, to me, is the problem. It's because it's about everybody else. You know, that for me, I'm not wearing a mask mostly for myself. I'm wearing a mask for other people. I'm wearing a mask for my family. I'm wearing a mask for my students. I'm wearing a mask for everybody I come in contact with because I don't want to potentially maybe get them sick. That's what I'm doing it for. I got immunized, uh, as, as he says, the real vaccine, right? I got vaccinated for my family and for my daughter. And so, you know, he doesn't have somebody to do that for. Sadly, maybe he doesn't love himself that much. But you know what? That's okay. Uh, people don't have to get the vaccine, but you can't lie about getting the vaccine. You can't make people think you have had the vaccine. Well, that's and so that I, it, that is the controversy with all this is that and even he, if he didn't lie, he 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 assumed that you, you but he, he did. Made, he lied. He made you think he, he was vaccinated. By, yeah. By, yeah. I mean, he pulled a trick. I mean, that that is the part that why i'm saying the the storyline of the super bowl is going to be really interesting because if it was just if if aaron rodgers was vaccinated i mean the nfl couldn't like something better except for tom brady in another super bowl i mean aaron rodgers was a, a darling of 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 america and right. a darling of the nfl and yep. now, because of this, uh, I mean, I don't understand if the Packers should be facing some type of, I mean, yeah, will they there might. be an investigation about there this? Be. There should definitely be an investigation about it. There should also it's be possible. an investigation. Yeah, there also be an investigation about the investigation into the Washington football team. So, all right. Anyway, we could go on forever and ever. Shows almost, uh, you know. 200 minutes or no 100 minutes so it's almost yeah 200 minutes almost 200 minutes yeah it's, it's a godfather episode so uh appreciate you guys checking us out i am scott simpson nimble w numbers on twitter nimblewnumbers.com you can check me out here there everywhere uh naji harris going down uh hard i like it i'm uh, not going but going down heart attack anyway uh we'll be here every monday uh at least until the super bowl we'll talk about after that but we're here Fancy millionaires, you can follow Mike Collins on Twitter at the Ralph Macho or the Ralph Macho, the one and only Ralph Macho. Uh, and then you know, check out my guy Bo McBig Time over at Bo underscore McBig Time, the work he does for me at Nimble W Numbers. Uh, sign up for all of the stuff using Nimble 
you sign up for everything. Yeah, it'll just make you a better fantasy football player. And you're not going to be as rich right away, but in the end, you will make your money. Uh, Mike, what can we say to the good folks as we exit today? As always, everybody, love spending time with you. Peace and love. Peace and love, everybody.